What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time of week. It's Media Clash time. I'm your host, Wayne. As always, joined by... Paul. And we're going to talk to you about, well, the TVs, movies, video games, books, whatever we've been doing the past week that you're probably doing yourself. Uh, as always, we usually start with what we were playing, but um, I mean, really, all I've been playing this past week is uh, Marvel Snap. It's literally a free-to-play game, card game. It's quick. I, I don't. It, I don't. I can't explain it. It's just a time wa- like I've a heard. time waste. It's it, it's it's no. You don't need to spend money unless you want to play like the full season pass like every month. But other than that, it's just a ten card deck, three spots. Person with the highest numbers in each spot, two out of three wins. Um, I've heard like a lot of people's playing this game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that deep, but I guess it kind of is that it just, you just keep going into the next, because the games really don't last all that long. It's six rounds, but each round has a timer and you're both picking your, picking and playing your cards at the same time. So then when you hit, when you're both done, that round comes out and then in the next round and then the next round, um, it can be a little grindy when you're trying to like go through the season pass because you need to do certain amount of quests, dailies, and, and things like that. And that's what I guess where the gotcha in this game comes from. Like, oh, if you want to keep doing quests and you know, when you keep doing these, you know, things and make progress, you got to buy more. Otherwise, you got to wait a day to, to get them. Um, but you do like, you do earn the currency that you can buy with cash on your own. Like it's, it's kind of, it's riding that line. It's still fun to play. The card art is really cool. It's got a good commercial. Yeah. And then the, uh, cause that was what the Samuel L. Jackson commercial, uh, speaking of which, that's just how, let's talk about how they've introduced like their commercials. They're, they they introduced Riri Williams from the comic books, Ironheart, who's technically supposed to be debuting in Black Panther Wakanda Forever in a Target commercial. In a Target commercial. <laughs> that is the first place, other than the trailers, that you've seen her for any length of time. It's, I just thought it was hilarious that, that that's what they did. Uh, but they say the, the, the Nick Fury commercial is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I've played... A couple games. One uh, I finished Yakuza Five. Um, it's a hot mess, but apparently this is the first one on the Dragon Engine. And then the next game they put out is Yakuza Zero, which is basically what kickstarts the franchise in the West. Um, basically, well, I mean, if you weren't just playing obscure games back in the day, yeah. <laughs> um. The studio director creator basically came out and said, yeah, if it wasn't for Game Pass and stuff like that, um, Yakuza would never have made it as big in the West as it did. Um, I mean, I don't know about that. That might be kissing up the Microsoft a little. Because, I mean, well, I he, knew, didn't, he named Game Pass and like other. Yeah, no, but I mean, things. I knew Yakuza back on what? The PS2? Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah, so I mean, because I think five is the first PS4, 
Yeah, I mean, it was on other systems making. Yeah. No, it wasn't on Xbox until. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, it was on like other generations of PlayStations. It's yeah. not like it just. They sent the first one over. Yakuza didn't show up on Xbox until 2019, I think it was, when Zero came out. Got ported over. I may even have that original Yakuza. I found, after the tornado, I found a, a folder that had a bunch of stuff in it. Like one of the big disc folders. Mm. And it's got a bunch of my old, some old games in it. Well, Yakuza 5 is considered the worst out of all of them. Because of, it's so long. And you play five different characters. Because they started in th- three, I think it was, a uh, four. Definitely in four. Where you play as four different characters. Well, in five, you play as five different characters. And um, people hated it. They introduced a character that everybody hated, so you never see him again. And then um, there's just a lot of bad missions and a lot of... So, and I started Yakuza 6, which is basically just a lot shorter. And you can tell this is after Yakuza 0 because everything in Yakuza 0 gets carried over to this game. Some of the mini games, some of the leveling up systems, the hunger system. Um, it looks great. And um, But you only focus on one character, and that's Kiru. And um, so I'm having fun playing that because I got to beat it to see where, how this leads into Like a Dragon 8. Um, and then I played Scorn for about two hours and haven't played it since because it's, I want to say it's boring. It's just there's nothing to do in that game. It's, it's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game, yeah. They, they sold that as something completely... Like, honestly, they didn't. I don't know what they tried to sell it as because so they I, didn't really show anything. I got to the point where combat first happens. You get the fucking gun that's attached to your fucking arm. Mm-hmm. And the combat sucks because at one point you get a gun. It doesn't shoot anything, but it shoots like a little rod. It it shoots out and then retracts. And then there's like a little cool. If you hit it too many times, it, there's a cooldown mm-hmm. on it. So if you got a whole bunch of guys or creatures or whatever attacking you, and and it's not very easy to aim with to to hit. And sometimes those things take a couple hits to kill. Meaning it's not intended for you to actually fight anything i try to run didn't work (laughs) they just follow you so then it's just a horribly designed game yeah they were like look at all our fancy art direction don't worry about the gameplay yeah so literally it's geiger and fucking cronenberg made a game together and that's what scorn is and um and then lastly the game I got to play Modern Warfare 2, the new Call of Duty campaign a week early. I think multiplayer and spec ops goes live tonight. But I played through the campaign. Um, I do say the veteran part is they actually up the difficulty on veteran because there was parts of like, man, this reminds me of old Call of Duty on veteran where it's just like, it might take me a day just to get through one level because mm-hmm. that's how hard it was or how spammy the fucking enemies were. And, um, but it's a Call of Duty game. It's a, looks amazing. Like this fucking game looks, there's a, there's a level where you go to Amsterdam, Amsterdam 
and you you going over the canals and stuff like that, and you're walking around the streets, and it just looks fucking amazing, especially on it. I can only imagine what this looks like on like a high end PC with a really good fucking monitor. Um, but once again, it's a Call of Duty game. At one point, they were gonna blow up New Orleans with a fucking nuke. I mean, we're on the list. Yeah. So the cartel and the fucking terrorists are helping each other to take down um, America. And there's one mission where one of the missiles that disappeared, you find it on a, um, you you track it to an abandoned oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico. So I was kind of thinking, I was like, okay, are they going to do it? (laughs) Is it going to be also, is it going to be like Houston or Dallas or I don't think you're gonna bomb Mississippi or Alabama. No, it would be it would be us for to cut oh, the river Miami. off. It would be us to cut the river off. Yeah, you, you bomb us or to make a statement you can buy Miami or fucking Orlando at the height of tourism. But um but yeah, sure enough, there's the fucking map and shows the trajectory coming straight at us and you have to defuse the bomb. But there's a scene where you have to go on the fucking you find the missile, but but they took the uh the computer off of it, the guidance mm-hmm. um, controls. So you got to get it back to, to deactivate the missile. So you go to this fucking um, ocean liner, not ocean liner, but a... Um, like a big tanker ship? Yeah, tanker ship. Sorry, fucking blanked. And as it's rocking... All the shit's moving. All the shit's moving. Yeah, I mean, I remember them showing that level in... The previews. And that was kind of a fun dynamic. Very hard achievement. You have to basically play Fogger on top of all these fucking tank... Um, the containers. Containers to get from one end to the other. On top of you getting shot because it's kind of a fun dynamic of like the cargo... <clears throat> the storage container moves to the left... And then, um, and then when it moves to the right, like three guys pop up, but yet if it starts moving to the left, there's a good chance they could get crushed or you can get crushed because there's all these fucking containers moving at different angles and different speeds and stuff like that. It was kind of fun. And then, um, definitely lives on, leaves it on a cliffhanger to where you got to set up the sequel. Uh, yeah, I, know they, I played a little bit of, of, of Destiny, the uh, Halloween stuff, um, before I went into the hospital. Completely forgot. Um, and the Halloween stuff is usually pretty fun. They take places you've already been and just put like Halloween decorations and you fight headless that are basically enemy big enemies with pumpkins for heads that are blue, they glow blue. So, I mean, it's pretty fun, but, uh, it's the same old thing. Um, I haven't played through the story yet, really. Uh, I'm assuming some, one of the fallen is going to be getting turned into a a guardian, uh, at some point before the next expansion, uh, and become the actual Kella Kells, you know, the thing that they've been talking about since the first Destiny. Um... But yeah, that's all. That's all I've played. Um, 
the have you still not watched Andor? No, not yet. This past week, so he gets picked up after he does the the heist. He's got his money. He went to like some uh, space Miami, is how I like how uh, Screen Crush put it. He went to space Miami, and he gets arrested because the the Empire is just cracking down on everybody since the fucking the robbery, and they've they've blown out of proportion the robbery. They're like a hundred million credits was stolen. They burned the garrison down. Like they making it just sound fanatical. What happened? And uh, like these dudes are running down the beach, and he's just walking to go to the store, and like this sand trooper, like the ones you saw uh, on the beach in Rogue One, just starts hassling him, and like they fucking arrest him. I mean, that's the first time you see one of the uh, the K two units that he'll eventually reprogram. But uh, they send them to prison. And they're not even paying attention to the to the charges that these people are getting, because when they scan, they swiped his his little thing with his charges. He was charged with being force sensitive and uh, like being you know a dissident and shit like that. So he gets sent to fucking prison for like six years, I think. But the prison is what's awesome. Like, we need to do this to real prisons. They get people in control. They get on the shuttle of the prison and they're like, take off your shoes. Okay, weird enough. They get out of the shuttle when they get to the prison. The prison is in the water and there's whirlpools around it. So you literally can't escape. Because if you get out into the water, the whirlpool sucks you under. And you literally have to get up to the surface to get out. So they get out of the shuttle and they're all standing there barefoot and like, I guess one of the wardens or one of the level bosses comes out and goes, I bet you're thinking, why are we going to stand here in front of you with no weapons and outnumbered? (laughs) When they walked in, they made sure to show that they were wearing these big stupid boots and he hits a button and the fucking floor electrifies and like drops everybody. It's literally the opposite of face off. Yeah. So... And uh, Generation Tech said, like, even point out, that's, like, ingenious. Like, you can dodge a little stun stick or a cattle prod. You know, you can fight back. You can't dodge the floor you're standing on. And this whole prison is electrified like that. They go, and they, 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 they don't tell you what they're building, but they're, like, seven levels, seven rooms on each level, seven teams in every room, and they're all building shit. And they all have to compete against one another. Like the best team in each room gets flavor on their food. Hmm. The, the last team has to get shocked. So they, that, that's how they keep everybody in line. And Andy Serkis is like the room boss in this show. Like in, 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 the, like he, in the prison cell, the prison block. That uh that Andor is in it's Andy Circus is like the, the 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 prisoner who's in charge of the room. How many more episodes do they got left? This was episode eight, I think seven or eight. I think there's twelve episodes. Hmm. Um, one of the dudes that's in Rogue One with him is also in the prison with him, so he uh, clearly he's gonna make an escape with that dude, and. So they go in there, they, they're living quarters, 
It's like little cubicles. They got all the water they can drink, all the food they can eat, but it has no flavor. You know, they, their bed, like it's all like, they're, they're pretty, you know, whatever. But when they, when lights out, the floor, the lights on the floor turn red and they, uh, Andy Circus goes, do you sleep? Do you walk in your sleep? And he's like, what? He goes, you'll find out. And in one of the nights, the dude just has had enough and just steps out of his cubicle at night and you just hear, he fries him alive and they just leave the dude there until they wake up in the morning. It's, it's a pretty depressing prison. It's pretty, uh, pretty ingenious, but it's pretty depressing that they basically, it's, 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 I think that's worse than actual prison. Yeah, you can say that. You know, you just, you have to constantly worry about the floor fucking shocking you. Like the only way to not get shocked is to fucking work. <laughs> um, but what, uh, I, that, I watched that that you didn't. I watched the Tales of the Jedi while I was in the hospital. Those are really good. It shows you uh, Count Dooku's fall. Like the, it shows you like things that he went through that made him eventually turn on the Jedi. No. Um, it starts with Ahsoka being born, but then it like it goes simultaneously like with her. And Dooku, like, because all this shit's happening at the same time, basically. You just don't know. Uh, but he, like, goes on a mission to go rescue a hostage and some senator's son and the senator's a piece of shit. And he turns on the, like, the senator's like, you serve me in the Senate. And he goes, no, I serve the people of the Republic. And he fucking pulls his lightsaber on him and he fucking force chokes him in front of Qui-Gon, like a young Qui-Gon. Um, it also shows Dooku didn't leave the Jedi Order until after Phantom Menace. Mm. He was actually, because they show him at the temple when uh, Qui-Gon dies and Yaddle tells him they're going to hold a funeral on Naboo. And that's when he goes to meet Sidious. So he was already on the dark side because they show him deleting uh, Kamino too. I mean, they, they were looking for the Kamino system. They show him deleting it out of the archives using Cypher Diaz's security clearance. Um, but we find out what happens to Yaddle. Everybody who was like, oh, that's Yoda, that's baby Yoda's mom. Like, no, she left the, she left the council and Dooku kills her because she follows him She and got, confronts her. She got voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was cool that you, you finally found out what happened. Um, and then the, cause they even, the, uh, Liam Neeson came back and voiced uh, Qui-Gon, like older Qui-Gon, in one episode. Uh, the guy who plays Palpatine voiced Palpatine. Uh, it was a pretty awesome episode where Anakin was training Ahsoka, and they were making him do the test with the little training droids, the little balls. And he's like, if you want a real test, I'll make you a real test. And he basically took her and stuck her in front of, in the middle of a ring of 501st soldiers and had them shoot her with the stun things. And she had to like fight off and deflect the shots. And he kept doing it. Like they'd knock her out and he'd be like, the minute she'd wake up, she's like, all right, again. Like Anakin was like fucking like, the minute she'd wake up again, again, again. 
and then it cut to uh, the episode, the last episode of Clone Wars, which was Order 66. And they show her training with them on the ship, but then they also cut to her and Rex at the end of the episode when he tried to convince them that she wasn't a Jedi anymore because she left the Order. And she, he's like, I hope all that training paid off of you being able to fight, you know, basically you being able to fight all the fucking sol- all, all the troopers. <clears throat> and then the last episode was uh, her hiding out on some planet and she uses the force to save somebody and that person's brother like rats her out thinking he's going to get a reward. And the sixth brother, the Inquisitor, shows up, burns the village down. And this is, I think this is, like, you might see him in the comics, but this is the only, like, media other than the comics that you see him. And he looks fucking awesome. He's got a big fucking cloak with the Imperial logos on the shoulders. And he's got, like, a fucking death, like, a bird skull mask with, like, glowing eyes, red eyes behind it. He looks fucking awesome. And Ahsoka's just staring him down with, like, no lightsaber. And when he goes after her and he's swinging, she like literally like force grabs it out of his hand and fucking cuts his head off and then contacts Bail Organa and, be, and to get the people off the planet. And that's when she like joins up with the rebellion. Shows her at Padme's funeral uh, in the background, like hiding. Like this, Dave Filoni makes great Star Wars stuff. This is on Disney Plus? Yeah. They're only like 19, 16 to 19 minutes a piece. They're like really short. <clears throat> but he makes such great stuff. Like they should have gave him the sequel trilogy to make. Um, and then, yeah, cause then I watched Andor after that. Cause I completely forgot it was Thursday and Andor came out. Uh, cause I, I literally watched this shit at like three in the morning in the hospital bed. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't think I've watched anything else. I started watching unsolved mysteries. Um, the new set of shows came on Netflix. Um, like on the third one, it's a UFO one. Uh, Seen the documentary coming out called uh, Pepsi. Where's my, where's my jet? No, but I know the story. Yeah. The Pepsi point to dude. Yeah. So they made a documentary about it. They released a trailer Mm. uh, a couple days ago. Um, have I watched anything else? During the day, I would just go on deep dives of this like comedy. Like they just they have these uh, British shows. Uh, one of them's hosted by Jimmy Carr, the comedian, and they have comedians on. It's like the big fat quiz of everything. Or like the big fat quiz of like whatever the year was. It's like all about the the last year and stuff. I've been watching those because like when Richard Ayuati's on it. Oh my god, that motherfucker's so funny. I don't know what it is. There's like some channel in Britain called Dave. And it just has these like fucking hilarious comedy shows on it. Hmm. And they're like game shows almost. But it's like just com- comedian. They're basically they had a fucking improv like stupid shit. Not really play for anything. <laughs> They do like a news one, like the uh, something things that you should know, or whatever. And it's like the the past week in news in Britain and stuff like that. It's so fucking hilarious. 
I can't wait for this week's because the prime minister stepped down or resigned. Yep. So I can't wait to fucking hear the fucking bits on that. Um, 45 days. Yep. And if really 35, cause you got to take out the 10 days for morning for the queen. Cause nothing, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. So she lasted a month. <laughs> yeah. It's like the shortest rain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it should be, it, it's really, those shows are really fucking hilarious. Like if, especially if you like the IT crowd, Fucking Richard Ayoade played Moss. Oh my god, the dude's so fucking hilarious. Like just straight deadpan humor. It's so fucking hilarious. He's so fucking hilarious. Um But yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much everything that I've watched that you haven't watched. Um I, th- I want to say there's like So I watched VHS 99 came out on Shutter, and um, I want to say it's like five segments. There's no in-between overall plot that kind of can, that goes on like most of the VHS movies in between segments. Um, But unfortunately, this one was pretty bad because there was like no segment none of the segments was any good um a lot of them was just boring and um like just one segment it's basically shot in like CKY style Mm -hmm. about this band of uh teenagers that does crazy stunts kind of like CKY at the time and um well, they're going to go do a show at this underground club that caught on fire. And um, this band ended up dying in the fire. And that we're going to go play on that stage. I think 30 years to the day. No, it wasn't that long. It was probably like 10 years to the day or something like that. And uh, yeah, of course, they go down there. They got the one guy who believes in ghosts and stuff like that, and they always pick on him. Like throughout the whole segment, they're fucking, they're constantly fucking with this dude. I'm like, why are you friends with these people? I get you're the drummer and stuff, but why are you friends with them? All they do is fuck with you and make fun of you and do stupid shit. So it turns out like the band members basically come back to life and murder all of them. We really do need to make a fucking... And dude, I think we could make a better... Some of the segments that we've seen in VHS, I know we could make better. Oh, especially this one. Like, you watch this one. Like, there's another segment where this girl is... Basically, wants to pledge at this one sorority, and she's not going to pledge at anywhere else. And it's basically called um, sorority suicide or pledge suicide or something like that, because you're not pledging yourself to any other house Mm -hmm. so if you get turned down yeah you're done yeah you're done and you're gonna get shunned and make fun of because that bullshit so of course um she doesn't want to hear it from her friend she's like they're gonna take me because i'm great and of course they get her drunk they make fun of her and they're gonna pull this prank on her why because one of the sorority sisters dad owns a funeral um cemetery basically Mm -hmm. 
and they tell a story about how one pledge on this night um, had to sleep in a coffin and they forgot about her. And like a week later, they go back and get her and she's mysteriously gone and she's never seen again. So they do the, they reenact that. They put her into a, into a freshly dug grave. They put her in a coffin and they pretend like they're throwing dirt on top of it mm. to make it look like she's getting buried. It's like, all you got to do is stay the night. And they give her a camcorder because that's how the found footage part comes into it. Well, it starts raining very hard <laughs> and starts leaking into the coffin because it's not, it's like a wooden piece of shit coffin. And she starts freaking out and stuff like that. And the sorority girls leave. And then it turns out like this fucking zombie creature starts tapping on the fucking coffin. She starts freaking out. And then there's like a fucking porthole glass. I was like, so what? You want to see the fucking dead person as they're being lowered in? You can see inside the coffin. Yeah, but she should then have been able to see out to know that she wasn't really buried. <laughs> they covered it up with dirt. And so, um, fucking, um, the zombie person, you can see the face through the glass and then of course the lights go out on the camera and then she gets it back on and then the things inside of it. So the sorority girls come back like hours later and it's like, holy shit, it's filled with water. We got to get her and they jump in and next thing you know, each one of them's in a coffin now. And not only the girl from the story is there, but the girl that died from their little prank is with them inside, like freaking them out. So that was a segment. And I was like, and I was only, that was the first two segments. I'm like, Jesus Christ, hopefully it gets better. And, but no, it just, there's like one decent one where these kids are spying on their super hot neighbor and they're trying to like videotape her, like taking her clothes off. So they make the little brother who's the filmmaker sneak into the house and set up a hidden camera a la fucking almost perfectly positioned just like an American pie mm-hmm. they did. So they're watching it on their computer. I don't get why they filming themselves to watch them watch her change. And then she takes off a top and they go crazy. And then she goes, takes off a wig and they're like, holy shit, that, like she starts like doing contortion stuff with a body. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, maybe she's like super flexible. And she takes off a wig, fucking snakes appear. She's Medusa. And they start freaking out. And then somehow she figures out that they're spying on her. And she goes over there and turns all, all of them to stone. Oh my God. Hey, that, that, yeah, we could definitely do better. Yeah. Hopefully they stop it. It's like, all right. They just, they, they need, they need better people to do them. Like, it, I think as a, as a, an idea, like it's a great concept for horror shorts. It's a great concept because you can bring up like the first one did. You got all these up and coming indie fucking horror people. Give them each a segment. Well, I mean, I think that's what they've been trying to do and nobody's yeah. been panning out. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, the dude from the second one, uh, the best one, the one I like, the cult one with the the devil baby. I mean, that was the dude who did the raid. He's not a horror guy. He didn't direct it. He just wrote it. I thought he directed that one too. Because no. it's done. It was done in 
Can't, uh, yeah. It was done over there where he like where Indonesia. He, Indonesia, yeah. Um, he yeah, because I looked it up because in VHS ninety four, um, the guy who directed it came back and did another one, where this doctor was kidnapping people and basically doing like um, was it Tetsuro body uh, basically taking off parts and like adding machine so it'd be oh, okay, half yeah, human yeah. half machine shit mm-hmm. I can't remember the fucking name of the Japanese movie I think it's Tetsuro something sub subtitled um, so yeah that was a, like a good one like at least VHS 94 the previous one from this had good segments. Overall fucking thing was stupid, but they, at least they had decent segments. This one, every fucking segment was boring. And they're at least 20 minutes long each. And it's just like, all right, come on, dude. We got to get... We still we need to do that one that I came up with, the, the, the actual ghost haunting show where they actually find... Because, you know, you never find... Those ghost hunters never find anything. Yeah, but I, I've seen that version so many times. I know, it sucks. I came up with that idea fucking 20 years ago. <laughs> I wrote that fucking script probably like 15 years ago. No, yeah, probably about 15 years ago. Because, I mean, uh, you could still do it as found footage because everybody, you know, everybody would have GoPros on them. When I was working at AMC in Dallas, we had a fucking huge booth. Like a projection room was mm-hmm. massive because it was a 20plex. And I... Like, there was a lot of nights where I'm closing and it's just, I'm stuck there until like one o'clock in the morning and I'll just have my notebook writing a script. And that was one of the scripts of, I wanted to film it in that booth of um, basically people going to a haunted theater and um, get murdered one by one. Like at one point, because we still had 30, because it was still 35 millimeter, mm-hmm. we only had two digital out of 20 fucking, out of 20 screens. 20 screens. Was it 20 screens or 22 screens? Elmwood? No, this is in oh, Dallas. No, in Texas, in Dal- oh, in Dallas. <coughs> and uh, um, I was going to have somebody get decapitated with a platter. Like the film. Yeah ends up, they're watching this fucking film late at night, fucking brain wraps, so the projector guy goes over there to fix it, and he's trying to untangle it, and somebody fucking pulls the uh, film to make the make it spin at top speed, and just slowly pushes his neck into it, and fucking decapitates him. Dude, we could, we should, we could probably still do something like that at Renee's. We just have to... Fuck, we can do it at goddamn... Chalmette. Yeah, if we can get in it. I'm talking if about some place we can, get, place in we can yeah. get in. We can do it at Renee's place and have it be like multiple time periods because that place is so old. Yeah. Could be haunted by like all kind of people since it was a theater, a fucking movie theater, a bar, a fucking... Pawn shop. Pawn shop. Yeah, it could be all kind of people fucking haunting that place. Yeah. Um, I wrote a fucking Star Wars spoof to take place at Chalmette. Like the fall of the empire to to get back their money, they open up a chain of fucking movie theaters, 
<laughs> and so it's opening night on this on uh one of them and i was gonna have the 501st back when tim and them was still in the 501st and dealing with them i was gonna have all of them come down and be the uh characters so yeah um and then the next thing i watched that you haven't was black adam which um once again dc just can't get anything right with their movies they desperately trying to be marvel but they can't um the only thing the one good thing they do is casting yeah other than that no um so black adam is very forgettable you'll watch it and you're like all right this is badly written the jokes are not really that funny and basically like greg miller said when i watched his video when he fucking went off on it like he was at one point he took the fucking mic stand like this um and stood up and was screaming he was so angry at this fucking movie and um the only one thing that's good about this film minus the post credit scene is the justice society and you don't really get a lot of that. You don't get much of a backstory. Oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Henry Winkler is now in the DCU. He was the original Adam Smasher. The Adam Smasher that's in Black Adam is like his nephew. I mean, I mean, that's basically how the JSA works anyway. Yeah. Like the names are passed down. But he's the only time you see Henry Winkler is like he's FaceTiming him before he leaves to go on the mission. Oh, yeah, that was just basically a it, fucking... It looks like they paid him to do a cameo. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that's, that was basically, like, who can we get that's a known person to play of the original Adam Smasher? Yeah. My, my biggest thing is, like, after you were telling me about the plot, like, so clearly the Justice Society has been around for a while. Where the hell were they in... Justice uh, League? Not even Justice League. Where the hell were they were in Batman versus Superman when fucking yep. air quote doomsday is tearing yep. everything up? Oh, the best thing is James Gunn is now going to head be the creative head, basically the Kevin Feige of DC. The best fucking tweet about it was Zack Snyder saying, that's great news. I can't wait to work with you again because they worked together on Dawn of the Dead. He wrote Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, so the response should have been like, yes, as long as you follow what I write for you. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'll call you when I need you. And just don't fucking just ghost him. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ. Dude, the only reason, I I mean, honestly, I after watching, because Snyder didn't direct Army of Thieves. No, because that's why it's good. Yeah, it's pretty, he produced it and it has his aesthetic but it's not him yeah he never wrote it he never directed it and so it's, it's good it's, it's good <laughs> the dude who played the main guy directed it oh the german yeah oh because he's like a, a i'm pretty sure that's who did it because i know he's writes stuff and he directs stuff i'm pretty sure he was the original dude in the one of the original warriors three in thor and thor yeah the blonde the fencing guy. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in part one. So, but yeah, I mean, but the fact of like you watch, 
if you have any type of knowledge of DC, especially Black Adam, oh, it's this just, yeah, it's gonna just just from what you were telling me, I'm like that they're not a black like they shouldn't have anything to do with this. This they, 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 yeah, it makes no sense. It's like Black Adam's a fucking bad guy. Yeah. All I every time I, what little I know about him, he's always fighting fucking Shazam or Superman or somebody. Yeah, I mean fucking injustice. He's on. He's a bad guy, even in injustice. Yeah. And not to debate. Not to debut him in Shazam 2, and then you go this other route where it's the fucking uh, Judy Dench and fucking Lucy Liu as your bad guys. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, I haven't watched the first one. I mean, I did. Shazam 1, it, it's still, it's not very good movie. It kind of sucks. Because even a point, because there's a point where Shazam came out and everybody was shitting on Shazam, The Rock was like, Distancing, distancing himself. It's like, oh no, I don't want to. I don't want Black Adam to debut with Shazam. I want him to be with Superman. And then the shit went down with Superman. And then he was just like, "Can I just make this movie, please? Can y'all stop fucking this up?" So I mean, I can- it just goes to show, like literally most of the people that these things comics are written by writers. Like I don't understand why there aren't actual like comic writers writing these scripts. Like how many times we said and on this podcast, go get the people making the animated fucking TV shows yep, and the animated and all them fucking run shit. Dude. Cause one of the best things that DC does two things, one thing. Well, their animated stuff. Yeah. Young, t- uh, was it young Titan? No, young Titan. No, young justice. young justice is really good and has been, I, I need to finish the last part of it. And then the fucking animated universe and the animated yeah. movies. Like, why aren't you just putting the animated movies, like, have fucking people, like, there you go, there's your script. Because basically when Bruce Timm was... They could literally redo that movie, the last, uh, where, um, uh, Dark Side takes over and Batman, like, they could redo that movie live action and reboot their entire universe. That, that could have been it. Because the next movie after that was fucking Flash getting stuck in the past. Yeah, Flashpoint. Yeah, because he went, no, he went back to, um, no, they did Flashpoint already. They, it was the oh, one. Oh, the other one. Um, this was when they rebooted uh, the whole animated movie thing. It was. With Reverse Flash? Well, you didn't know who the bad guy was until the end. It was, turns out to no, be Reverse Flash. No, that was before this. Because this one, the next one after the one where he they tell him to run and go is the one way he gets stuck in World War One. Oh, right. That one. Okay. Because um, I think it was Flashpoint and then when he comes back, it's the future where like... Dark Side 1. Dark Side 1. Yeah. And all that. And then the fucking most epic fight ever, a pissed off Superman. Yeah. Um... That who was, then gets taken over by Thanagar. Not Thanagar. Um, Raven's dad. I can't remember. Thanagar is the fucking planet the Hawk people are from. The, the, the Hawk people are from when you tell when you try and say they're aliens. Um, whatever. He joins up with uh, Trigon. That's what it was. Yeah. Raven's dad's Trigon. Uh, and it's like this fucking epic beatdown of like dark side fucking fighting a Superman possessed by Trigon. And then that's no that that's when uh, Lois comes on and she's like, "I'm not gonna survive this. Just remember, I love you." And like the fucking nuke goes off or whatever, 
because they were getting overrun and they fucking blew up the fucking the portal and he fucking flips out to the point that Trigun is like pushed out of him and he starts beating the shit out of Darkseid like the Superman that does not have a Lois is the one you fear like at that point he was like I'm a fucking god I'm going to beat the living shit out of another god and he's beating the living shit out of him and then fucking Trigun shows up and he's like do you want to fight me for the privilege of killing him or do you want to go and that's when Superman goes with the rest of them and fucking Trigun and fucking Darkseid are just beating the hell out of each other and fucking Cyborg boom tubes them to wherever the fuck they went mm. that was a really good movie I, I remember I paid to watch I paid to rent that one on Amazon and that's at the end the last of the, the heroes that are alive they're like they fucking I can't remember was it fucking Constantine or somebody tells fucking uh, Barrett like you can fix this and they tell him to run and then he just fucking takes off and then that's when the next movie is he shows up in World War One and then fucking Wonder Woman like mm-hmm. it's it's more in line with like the comic books as they were like Wonder Woman's around or World War One. Is it Suicide Squad? I don't know. I can't remember. It was one of the... Yeah, he went back and got stuck back in time. And it was the Justice Society, I think, at that point. Because that's how it should be. The Justice Society is around before the Justice League. I want to say... I don't know if it was a Suicide Squad movie where like these people are getting murdered and you don't know who's doing it. And then later... come come to find out it's um because whoever possesses this one item lives forever or gets a wish along those lines and it turns out that it's the reverse flash is that the one that had the hole in the head yeah he's been shot and it hasn't he's moving he's so moving fast. so fast it hasn't yeah it hasn't, it hasn't killed hasn't, him yet he's in that like that moment between yeah life and death and that, yeah because he shows up i think a couple of times in that state he shows up like that i think in flashpoint when uh yeah when he goes back and he comes back and it's actually flashpoint like batman and the joker's his mom like bruce's mom yes he shows up in that one he shows up in a couple of those movies as like the reverse flash with the hole in the head um yeah black adam is just it's badly written um if from the way you describe it it sounds like there was a shit ton of scripts and they just grabbed pieces from all of them for the final. And um, they were like, oh, we need a goofy sidekick. And, you know, because some executives like, oh, we need a kid sidekick and yada, yada, yada. Oh, speaking of DC, pieces of shit. Um, I was watching Gotham Knights gameplay. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that game looks horrible. Other than it plays at 30 f- frames per second I mean, on I consoles. I mean, I really don't care about that. Um, once again, it's buggy. Two, um, it's just generic looking fucking combat. You don't, you can't switch through the people. No, you pick a person. And then you have to play. And then if you switch over, you got to, it starts a whole nother night. Um, apparently the story's boring. It just looked like, it doesn't look like a Batman game. You can tell this is like, this isn't the main rock star. Rock no, it's steady not Rocksteady. Because they're doing a Suicide Squad yeah. game, which... 
this also, is the this is the people who did Batman Origins, the Arkham Origins game. I can't even say that because at least yeah, but that I mean, was that's good. Who it is. That's who it is. It's the people who did the Arkham Origins game. I don't know what the fuck they did because that was actually decent compared to this. I mean, this. I, I watched the beginning gameplay of like somebody playing as also, Red it's Hood. fucking loot generated. You got to pick up loot to upgrade like certain costumes does different abilities. And when you defeat somebody, you get XP, which you put towards your fucking costume. Mm-hmm. And then it's just not like it's it's basically you go to a section it's like Diablo style of like oh these guys are fucking tens yeah I'm but I mean level. It, at least at least it's different it changes the way you look unlike Avengers because it's basically it sounds like they play the same where you would get loot that went on your suit but it wouldn't change the way you looked so I watched somebody doing the customizations. And you've got like one of 15 suits you can make, but then you can go change like different parts of the suits. So, I mean, that to me, I don't care about the 30 frames a second. I mean, unless you're playing on something. And then again, a lot of these times I'm like, is it buggy because they're playing on a PC or, you know, what are they actually playing on? Because I know the dude that I was watching, he was playing on PC. I'm like, no shit, it's going to look buggy. Like... Uh, the people I was watching was playing on console and from what I've seen it just looks like the most generic I mean they're all generic I mean fucking if you go back and look at Arkham like yeah the story was there but I mean it was just literally yeah Arkham was Batman can't be beat like it's the same repetitive gameplay the same repetitive enemies it was new so people were into it which is why I never played like I own all three but I've never played Gotham Knight like eventually, I'm gonna buy Gotham Knights when Black Friday comes around and goes on fucking. Sale. I mean, like, Gotham Knights going on sale. So I mean, like, oh no, you would. I think you would have access to it on PlayStation. Like, I think it's free actually for us. No surprise. Under PlayStation, underneath you plus. Um, like when fucking Battlefield 2023. 2049. 2049. Is that it? Yeah, the newest uh, one. Yeah. 2049. Oh yeah, I played that too. Because I bought it for ten bucks on on Amazon, <laughs> the disc copy, and um, it's all right. I mean, it's a fucking it's a battlefield game. It's it plays better. I like that multiplayer style more than Call of Duty, because you get you go into these giant epic fucking maps where it's I think thirty two on thirty two. But the problem is, if you die, and you're one fucking, you're way the fuck on the outside of the map. You got to run. Yeah. That's why I loved I loved Mag when it was out. Yeah. Cuz I mean, you didn't even if it was like capture the the point control or whatever, the maps were so big, you're not running like you're picking a you're picking a spot and going to that. Like you're there's so many people on your team, like you can literally split up and like, "All right, this group is going to C and we'll defend take and defend C. This group's going over to B. This group's going over to A." Cuz there was so many people on the teams, you actually like you didn't need to communicate. Like it was an inherent strategy. Like it was. I think it's like A, B, C, D, and E. I think. I think it's five locations on a map. And um, if you go spawn on a, one of your squad members who's taken over a spot, and once you spawn in and they already took over that spot, well now fuck the next closest one is like. 
500 fucking feet away. Mm-hmm. I got to go run across the map to go get it. Because that, that's happened to me a couple times. Um, but it's still fun. Like it's, I, 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 like I said, I like Battlefield more multiplayer than I do Call of Duty. But um, uh, I think that's it for what I've seen that you haven't seen. All right, so let's get into what we have both watched. Um, do House of Dragons first? Yeah, let's, yeah we can do House of Dragons first because um, it was the season finale. Great. Dude, the first season's been awesome. Fucking, I mean, even though I haven't watched them, like they're just, they're just following the recaps. It reminds me so much of those early days of watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, where it was just about character and fucking scheming. And, yeah. You know... Because even the big battles that have happened on this show, the stuff happening in the islands, it's not a focal point. No. And what's great is the king dies, and then this episode takes place like three days later. Like, they didn't... Yeah, there was no... Rhaenyra and all them, and um, Uncle Damon is... um, They're off at Dragonstone. they, They changed that from the book, too. Yeah. In the book, they let him sit for like a month until the smell just got so bad, then they announced he died. Um, cause the, the high towers are way more schemy and underhanded yeah. in the book. And also you find out, uh, little finger dude, uh, Cole, Sir Cole. Um, we can just call him little, little toe. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, no, Cole's the knight. Larry. Yeah, but that's his brother. It's, it's, that's their surname is Cole, right? No. Yes. That's, that's a, uh. He killed his brothers. Yes. Strongs. Is it strong? I yeah. thought it was Cole. No, his first name was Cole. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, he has a bit of a f- foot a fetish. A foot fetish, yes. <laughs> um, um, pretty disturbing scene to watch. Um, I mean, look, she gets to, she can control him without actually having to give it up. It's so, like, goddamn, she's so fucking repressed. Like, sexually repressed. Yeah. Like, that's why her and Renara basically, like, just, I hate you because you get to do all this stuff. You get to be free. Yeah. I literally, since I was a fucking teenager, can't enjoy life. Yeah, I mean, that was the whole point of the the the, the bit when Damon took Renara to, like, flea bottom. Yeah. Like, look at all the shit you can do mm-hmm. that she can't do. That you the the king wouldn't the queen wouldn't be able to do. Well, not until like what's her face shows up. Well, no. What I'm saying is like if you know when you're queen, you're not going to be able to do all of any of this, basically. Yeah, and um, but yeah, this last episode, like the fucking the goddamn um, the birth scene, the the stillborn. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! They don't fucking cut away. They they let that fucking, and then they show the baby. Yeah, they, like well, the, with their bilka cold wrapped around its neck the, and all uh, stuff. The baby was because I think they would describe the baby supposedly had a tail. In the books, it was it had a tail. It was it supposed to look like Daenerys, Daenerys's kid that died. Yeah, it was supposed to look like a dragon. Yeah, half dragon, half. But also, that book is told like through fucking rumors and yeah. first like people that supposedly was there. So they could have embellished on that. 
And the whole fact of like Damon is so disconnected, it looked like, from any emotion he has for like his wife or significant other. Because he did the same thing with his first wife with the um, Sea Snake's daughter, which I can't remember her name because there's fucking so many names in this fucking show. I don't know. I mean, I think he loved her. Like they showed him like... I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure what, what you're supposed to get is because but there's, there's no too can- many time jumps... He literally loved, uh, was a Larissa, like something with a hell. And then she died and he was like, well, fuck. Yeah. But now fucking when their kid died during birth, like he doesn't like consult her or nothing like during the funeral pyre Mm -hmm. and stuff like nothing. Um, but then you get that great scene by the, um, cause literally now it's pick a side. Either you're going to be the green or you're going to be black. Yep. And Renara is basically trying to hold it together. It's like my dad basically kept this fucking universe together. Then mm-hmm. she's the only one that knows about the prophecy. Yeah. And also the prophecy. And so it's like, we can't fight. We can't, we have to hold together. We have to keep the peace. But Damon, on the other hand, was like, fuck that. They murdered my brother. They took your fucking rifle uh, throne. Let's go fucking get on our dragons and just. I mean, I, I mean, I do like, earth. I like how Screen Crush puts it. Like he's a second son. Like he fucking doesn't. He Every, has a lot to prove. Yeah. It's basically like they said in Screen Crush. This every, is all a war of second sons. All everybody, every man on this fucking show is a second son that's trying to prove themselves. Yep. Minus, uh, Sir Christie, the one who was, was in love with Renera. Then I know he's Christian Cole. Chris, he's Christian Cole. Yes, and he's from Dorn. Dorn. Yes, I don't think he's a second son. He's just an asshole. Yeah. Holds a grudge. Holds a fucking grudge. And I think him and the Queen's probably gonna like eventually gonna hook up. Yeah. Or or she she knows that He I, she knows he wants like she knows. She, she knows does. that he wants her and I can manipulate her. Yep. Yeah. That's how basic I think it is. I don't think they Because I I don't think we even talked about the fucking did we talk about last week's episode? No. Season the fucking council, episode. the council meeting. Yeah. When that dude gets killed by basically an eight ball. Yeah. Oh. The one person who's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? This is treason. Yeah. And he fucking, like, fucking Cole's the one that kills him. Yeah. Just fucking smashes his head on his fucking, on his attendance ball. And the fucking Queen's guard, the head of the Queen's, the, the, the King's guard is just like, fucking, I'm out of here. I can't yeah. deal with y'all. It's like, until there's a king, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Done. And then they basically. Hightower knows it's like we have to fast track n- tell nobody this so they had all the fucking um the servants servants locked, locked away yeah. so they can't tell which eventually word got out but yeah and then the two the twin brothers like one's proclaimed for Renero and mm-hmm. the other one proclaimed for um the queen and so now they have to fight each other basically a civil war and um he's the one that brings the crown to Rhaenyra. Yeah. And and it really when he brings the crown, 
it kind of really sinks in for her. It's like, all right, this is what I've been yeah, trained to do my whole life. And then fast forward to the scene where he tell she tells Damon about the prophecy. It's like, oh, you don't know. And he fucking chokes her and it's like, listen, we have to fucking take this by force and might. We have the dragons. We have to fight them and kill them. They are our enemy. Mm-hmm. And then he lets go. And then she says, oh, you didn't know because she tells her the prophecy. Technically now, once she fucked up, you sent your fucking son who has doubts and all this all stuff to go fucking try to get this house to back you. Yeah. I mean, she sent him to plead his own case, basically. Yeah, and you know... And didn't send anybody with him. Yeah, <laughs> and you know also that he's not that... Like, he's he's too, he's too young for this. Yeah, and of course the queen had the same idea and sent... What's his face there as well? He's not... Aragorn. Eight. Aragorn, yeah. And so Aragorn there with his fucking eye, sapphire eye, basically is like, motherfucker, you still owe me an eye. Don't think I forgot. Give me your eye. And again, all these kids were like f- friends and then their parents poisoned yes, their fucking... exactly. Their, their parents poisoned them. Like I told you before we started this, this fucking season could have been... This whole fucking series could have never happened if it wasn't for like three or four little bitty fucking tiny things that just snowballed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, as, it's, a, it's as, a nice allegory for real life, like small shit snowballs. Yeah. And leads the fucking massive fucking confrontation. And so the... Because um, again, clearly in this, he had no intention of killing him. But it happens. Hey, sometimes you can't control dragons like you think. Well, I mean, and that comes back down to what fucking the king told Rhaenyra in the beginning. Yeah. Like, we don't control them. And I kind of I, I kind of like Screen Crush's theory that as long as they are... Targaryens are fighting each other. Well, no, as long as they're fulfilling their end of the prophecy, the dragons are... The magic's there and the dragons are submissive. But once they started fighting each other just for power, the magic started to fade, which is why the dragons start getting smaller and dying and not living, not surviving. Yeah, so technically the... The huh? prophecy dies with her. Yeah, because it's never like... How is it brought up in... Is it brought up at all in... It's all. It's only like whispers. Like when they go to the north and I think the guy who's fucking his daughters... Yeah, he knows. But I'm talking he like, knows. But nobody else in like Westeros or fucking yeah, I don't King's think Landing... Varys didn't know, didn't say anything about no, it. No, nobody knows. Except for like the Three-Eyed Raven or... Anybody that had yeah, so there was no Targaryens that knew about it, unless Rhaegar knew about it, and that's why he He didn't chose. He didn't say a single thing. No, no, no. The Jon Snow's dad, that one, the one that Ned, the the, uh, they kill. Not the one, not the Maester at the Wall. No, not the Maester at the Wall. The brother that died in the tower. Uh, The son that died at the tower. Yeah, I have no idea. So unless he knew, like he knew the prophecy, and that's why he picked. Uh, Larissa and had John. If that dumb bitch wouldn't have like, what you think? After like twenty something years, you finally say my son can be the king, and nobody else is here to can hear it. Sure, okay, I'll take that. 
and also you're half dead and high on fucking yeah seed of the poppy yeah um well i mean it doesn't help that they both name they both end up naming one of their kids yeah, the, the same, same name because um, yeah Aegon wasn't born yet for to Rhaenyra. no just the queen's Aegon. And technically, the prophecy is for Jon Snow, who's technically Aegon, whatever. The something, yeah. Yeah. The fucking 20-something, because every other... Well, I mean, yeah, it, and it depends Aegon. on how Martin actually ends up finishing the fucking book. Supposedly 75% done. That book better be like this. Like, man, that better be like a four-inch thick book. Like I will fucking, fucking read the hell out of it. Lord of Rings yes. style. Dude, he's like, I love, like, the only thing I have a problem with, like, I hate, I hate Danny. In the books and the TV show. Who? Daenerys. Oh. She is just like, her shit in the books isn't that fucking interesting. Like, I skipped all, I skipped over all her shit in the books. Because everything else is way more interesting. And there's so many, like, he leaves open at so many people that could take that fucking throne in the books. That the fucking TV show just threw away. Because they weren't going to do it. The fucking, uh... The Baratheon bastard. Yeah. Like, he just disappears in the show. No, he comes back. Sir... The, no, the, the blacksmith. Yeah, he comes... hung out with... Uh, he comes back. He's he's in... He fucks fucking Arya. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't... He's not in... Uh, yeah, he's... Dis- he, he rose... He uh, gets in a fucking boat because the Onion... The Onion Knight, yeah. Onion Knight basically tells him, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because he frig- he figures out he disappears that- for like a season. Yeah, because I mean that like the books make him out to be somebody that could be. He's technically he's the heir to the fucking House Baratheon, yes. at least. Or he should be king. He should be king. Yeah, that's why um, the Lannisters tried to like hunt them all down and kill them. Yeah, and they just didn't even and Stark. I think Ned Stark is the one who helped smuggle them out. Out of King's Landing. And that's how he met... Um, yes. That's how he met Arya. Yeah. Because he was... Yeah, he was going through the thing like hair, blah, hair, blah, blah, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when he figures out that the fucking blacksmith is a fucking Baratheon and he helps him escape. And that's how he meets Arya and they hang out. And they travel around together. Like, they don't just... He just does it like... Yeah, he, they didn't do anything with him. And then the TV... Like, I, I remember just not liking the original fucking Game of Thrones show because they just fucking... His his sneeze, his reverse mm-hmm. sneezing. Um, they just did away with the fucking dogs. Oh, the dire wolves! Like they're just as important to the stalks as the dragons are to the fucking Targaryens. And the only one we ever saw regularly was fucking Ghost. Mm-hmm. And then they showed Nymeria once. That last season. It's a lot of money. But yeah, because they didn't do they didn't do Stoneheart, so you didn't. Demiria was supposed to show up at that point too. Um, back to House of Dragons, the uh, just that end scene when Damon comes in to tell her that your son died, which in the book supposedly the, the only way they found out is because like half of his head and his torso fucking washed up on shore, and that's how they found out that he was dead. He was dead. Um, I mean, they could still say that's how they found him. Yeah, 
and then he gets notified and goes and tells her. Yeah, and, and Matt Smith once again makes up the scene himself, kind of improvises on the spot. Dude, because he's, like, he's a great actor. Like, yeah. Mor- Mor- Morbius aside, and even in that, he's fucking, he's hamming the fuck up. Oh, that Terminator movie. That one I have not seen. Gen- uh, that's Genesis. Oh, no, that's not which Genesis. Kelly C. Fucking that. Yeah, that was the one that was supposed to be the reboot. Yeah. He he was um friends with fucking um calories. Yeah. So who turned out to be the fucking Terminator that betrayed them? Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was like, he came up with the scenes like, no, I should be the one to tell her. You don't hear anything. You just play the score. Mm-hmm. And you just see me walk up to her, standing in front of the fireplace, and I whisper in her ear. And then she bends over in pain, and then she just turns and looks at the camera like it's fucking on. Well, yeah, I mean, and it goes like you were saying, like he wanted to fight, and it's like she needed something to fucking... It makes sense. She needed something to push her. Yes. In that direction. He's like, I'm like, he basically going, I told you so. Yep. And it's a total accident. Yeah. Cause he didn't want the, the his, his uncle didn't want to kill him. Yeah. The he, fucking dragons just, if it wasn't for the dragon disobeying, uh, the kid and going after the fucking bigger dragon mm-hmm. when it wasn't supposed to, and pissed off that dragon's like, oh, you, you fucking want to go? It's like you trying to fight your bigger brother. Yeah. And he's like, ha, 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 funny, funny, funny. You and throw you that, land a good punch. You and land he's like, that oh, fucking, wait. You throw that fucking punch and you land and you're like, yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh. I mean, it was pretty grueling. Like, dude, just fucking. That's how fucking big fucking uh, Vagar is. But there's another one bigger than that. No, the cannibal. Yeah, Cannibal, yeah. Cannibal's the biggest one. And I think that's... I'm guessing that's the one Damon goes to the cave no, and tries... To- they have not showed Cannibal yet. That would... They... The fucking Screen Crush said exactly who that one was. Um, But that's not Cannibal. That's somebody else. Okay. I thought it was Mm-mm. possibly the big... Like, we need the fucking nukes. Because he basically tells her... Yeah, he lists all the dragons. There's three on... Three... He says there's three wild dragons. And it's such Cannibal's a, one of them, and then there's two others. There's such a great fucking scene at the beginning of the episode when they possibility of going to war and trying to figure out who who's on our side. Yeah. Obviously, we can't have the West because that's Lannister it's country. Lannister country. But we have this, this, and this on the on the east, and we can cut off King's Landing from the sea. Yeah. Because. Oh yeah, they have the they they should have won this easily. Renara's yeah, Renara's aunt comes around and it's like listen. Magically, the fucking, I don't know, when her husband magically appeared at Dragonstone. <laughs> unless they went, like, because unless she went and picked him up on the dragon. I guess. Because uh, he no doesn't idea. have a dragon himself, because he's not a Targaryen. No. Only he's... people with Targaryen blood can ride the dragons. Well, his daughter has like... Damon's, has her, the sister, his, her mom's a Targaryen. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, It's just funny. It's like, what happened to my brother? Oh, okay. Well, well, second sons, I guess you can say. I mean, it's basically like he, <laughs> he overstepped, he overstepped and he was a habitual line stepper. Yeah. He, he overstepped like, on his uh, line and fucking Damon fucking cut his head in twain. Like Charlie Murphy <laughs> said, um, 
So yeah, so he comes around because basically she tells him, it's like, listen, she's the only one keeping this fucking realm from burning to ashes. Like mm-hmm. she's trying to hold us together. She's the only one. Everybody else wants to go to war. And then you get the great callback scene of them going to the bridge when yep. high when the high towers came in and basically laid their fucking. Uh, this is terms of mm-hmm. terms get, of war. Yeah, yeah. The terms of like we can we don't have to do this. You can fucking keep Dragonstone. Your kid takes over whatever. Um, all your other kids become servants to the king. Becomes their ward. And fucking that won't go over well. Especially with that crazy fucking... That a family. Not the family, but the fucker on the king. On... uh, uh What's his name? The fucking king. Aemon. Aemon? No. Uh, Aegon. Aegon, yeah. Yeah, because that motherfucker has his own kids fighting in pit fights. Pit yeah. fights. Just for his fucking amusement. You can tell, like, as soon as they put that crown on him. Well, yeah, well, I mean, if that's why you got to look at the, the, the subtleties that probably no one really picks up on unless you're a fan. He gets crowned with um, the conquerors. The Yeah, because they even the, the they even say he'd be a, he they call they say Damon would be as bad as the dude that whose crown he gets crowned with. Because that yeah. was Aegon. That was Aegon the First's crown, but then it went to his son, who was called the Mad Something. Yeah, and after his reign, they locked the crown up. Like everything that had to do with him, they kind of locked away, and so he got crowned with that crown, basically symbolizing he's going to be fucking. He's going to be. I. I wonder if they're going to have. I'm sure they will. Um, make him worse than Joffrey, like make him more fucking despicable. Than well, yeah, because Joffrey this was. is literally gonna be like, because this dude gets pleasure. Yeah, like Joffrey was just a spoiled brat who had no repercussions and really didn't do any. Like he was ultimately, like what did he? What decisions did he do? Really kill Ned? Yeah, other than like that murder. Was it. He kills Ned. Murders the fucking, with the crossbow, one of the servants, I think, that yeah. was tied up to the bed. No, that's how they got rid of the the redhead. Yeah. She was tired yeah. of doing nude scenes, so they fucking... Yeah, they killed her. They killed her off, and everybody was like, oh, the person, Amelia Clark's like complaining she doesn't want to do any more nude scenes, and it was the fucking redheaded prostitute who because was tired of like her only fucking time on screen, she was naked. If she, um, if he didn't die... Cause she married, um, um, what's her name? Fuck. What, what house was she from? The one who ended up marrying her brother afterwards. Till, uh, Tilly, Tillin, Tillian? Tully? Tully. No. Wait, who married? Wait, who are you talking about? After Stalk, he ends up marrying at, at his wedding when he dies, he, he was marrying that chick. But he ends up dying. So now she has to marry the brother. She wasn't even, I don't think she was, she was nothing. No, she was the fucking granddaughter of the badass chick that ends up killing. Oh him. no no oh the whom Joffrey marries. Yeah yeah Joffrey. Yeah 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 okay yeah yeah. Um, if Joffrey didn't die and they was together, she could have fucking manipulated. Oh him yeah, manipulated the hell out of so him. So yeah, like the scene of them going back to like him running around the fucking um the Targaryen's crypt. 
mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is so-and-so who died this way and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, this is Renera. Mm-hmm. She died um, by her own brother getting eaten by a dragon. Something like that. So, and you can tell it's like, she knows how to play the game. She knows how to manipulate. Oh, yeah. And, uh, what's her face? Yeah, because it was her grandmother that fucking killed Joffrey. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was all the good parts of the fucking of Game of Thrones. And that's like, the better parts of the fucking book is all the fucking manipulative. Yeah, that's why this fucking House of Dragons is so great. And also, the original people are not involved in House of Dragons. Yes. that's It's a whole different fucking group yeah, of people. because fucking when they blew through the books by like season three, season four. Yeah. It was downhill after that. They were just making shit up. And fucking like you said, like the last time we were talking about, they were putting fan theories. Oh yeah, on TV. On, on TV. If it wasn't like the Jon Snow fucking theory, I don't think it's not yet because that unless I mean I don't, I don't know if he I, told them that was where it was going, but I mean it was pretty. I don't think much implied in the books that Jon was the baby. Yeah, and it's also well, no because you knew he took a baby. Yeah. From like he came back, he came back from that war with a baby, and he told what's her face. Oh, I cheated on you, and this is my bastard. But it was heavily implied that it was his sister's baby with Rhaegar. Yeah, and I don't think Martin's that type of person to give in to fans. To yeah, I mean that was. Want. I mean, it's it's what I'm saying. It's like heavily implied in the books already that that was what the case was. Yeah. So I mean, and them doing that is is fine. And now he can't do it because they didn't on the show. Why no, would I just, do it in could, the book? I mean, he could do it a different. Like he could, could still do it, but I mean, it would just you know he might have to tweak some stuff, or like he maybe it does play out that way. But other shit happens that I really hope he doesn't hook up with Danny in the fucking because the way the book, the last book that was published, he's dead. Oh, he died in the attack. They, yeah, he's like they, he has not come back. Like he is dead in the book. Well, you got to live up to your fucking Tigerian heritage by fucking your sister. Yeah, tech, no, yeah, aunt, sister, aunt. yeah, aunt. Yes, aunt. So yeah, you gotta you gotta live up to fucking tradition. Fucking one of your family members. Who's doing the sequel series? Who's who's in charge of that? The Jon Snow. I have no idea. I don't know if they're still doing it. Yeah, they that one they're still doing. I haven't heard a single thing since they announced it. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of interested in that one just because I want to see. But again, I want to read the books before because that means I'm assuming they're making all that shit up unless he's giving them stuff to do. When it's also House of Dragons starts filming season two, the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's probably gonna be fucking like almost a year. Another between, year. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey, it's a really good show. I'll probably eventually end up sitting and watching them, but watching Screen Crutches recaps and their fucking theory videos. Oh, it's probably one of the best shows of the year. Yeah. It's way, uh, like to me, it's way better than fucking Game of Thrones. Like it clearly comes, the way Game of Thrones the last few seasons were. Like I asked, I forgot who I asked. I don't know if it was you or Justin, of like maybe Teresa. It was. Um, I can't. I don't know what's better TV show this series. Was it Better Call Saul or, or fucking House of Dragons? It was me, and I said, yeah, it was like, you. Yeah, okay. we're just—I think we're—we're we're, we're kind of more attached to Saul, yeah, than we are this at this point. Because 
Saul was really good, but we, we all knew where that was going too. That was one of those where you know where it's going. You just need to know how they get there. Yeah. Seeing the journey. Yeah. This is all like literally, unle- like, I haven't, I haven't read, this is a book I haven't read. So I have no idea of any of this. You have two great characters premiered this year. You got Lalo and fucking Damon. Yeah. Um, I think that would be cool too if Matt Smith got like an Emmy nod or some shit for this. Also, Matt Smith, I don't know if we said this, doesn't age. No. Only he person. He did kind of look a little, they look like they did put some kind of makeup on him. The final episode? The final episode. Yeah. But yeah, he looks he's exactly, been exactly the, same. the same the whole time. Um, but Targaryens all known to la- live pretty long. And at this point, they're not... I mean, there is other blood in the fucking... Like, they did marry into other houses in between fucking Aegon, the first... Like, the Conqueror, and, you know... Fucking both of his sisters. Yeah. Like, there was blood between those. But seeing... Because that's why... There's a Baratheon in there somewhere. Yes, that's how... Technically, after the Targaryens left, the Baratheons now have claim to the throne yeah, because they, of... they had Targaryen blood. Yeah. Um, but you can see now the fucking beginnings of the the madness of the bloodline starting to take effect. Like, Veneris, um, like, his kids mm-hmm. are just the fucking worse. I mean, again, that's all fucking... It's all... It's also upbringing. It's all push, pushed on him because he didn't want to be king. Yeah. He's like, I don't, didn't, I won't be a challenge. And she's like, also she slaps him like, you're just being alive as a challenge. Also, when they're going to the ceremony and he asks her, um, do you love me? And she just looks at him and calls him an imbe- imbecile. <laughs> yeah, because he's just basically like, once fucking attention, like. He was never good enough. Yeah. Like he told his brother. It's like. Another point, this whole fucking thing, the brother, the second son, wants to be king. He's more qualified. Mm-hmm. The first son, basically, all you got to do is just let me go. I'll fucking jump on a ship and get the fuck out of here and you never see me again. Yeah. But he doesn't do it. The um, That's also another thing Screen Crush brought up was... Uh, What's-His-Face's dragon is now technically unclaimed because they think that he's dead. But could the dragon would know he's still alive? Probably. Who he thinks is dead? Um, we all think that um, the guy who Rhaenyra was married to. Oh right. And he had a dragon. Okay. It was what sea smoke, I think. Yeah. Uh- and like screen crush, like he that him and that dragon could show up again. Because it's something they changed from the books. Like, him and that dragon can just show up at some point. Yeah. And basically, you could still end up killing him off. It's just he goes out in a in a fight instead of the way he would have done in the book. Yeah, I can see that. Like, she's outnumbered and she's about to die. And then at the last second, he comes in to save her. To do, and yeah, sacrifices to himself. Duty. Yeah. yeah, to fulfill his duty as, as her husband. <laughs> I should have been. I should have been there for you. That could be a house motto. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, House of Dragons, great, fucking great first season. Hopefully, they keep it up. Uh, next thing that we both watched, uh, 
What do we want to talk about now? Um, um, we go into Clerks three. Yeah, Clerks three. We can yeah, quick go one through Clerks three. I th- I loved it. I thought it was great. I yeah. love Kevin Smith. It it mar- reminds me, like rewatch. Basically, you're rewatching Clerks one, but like, yeah, Dante twenty uh, something years Randall's, later. Randall's making Clerks. Yes, is what he's doing. And the best part is it of like when he says. We'll just use the customers that come in, and it's literally the, the same, same people. people from Clerks. Yeah, uh, I remember when we turned it on, and he's doing the he's t- making the talk. He's telling he's talking to Dante in the hospital room, and I'm like, I told him to him, Carissa, I'm like, I feel personally attacked by Kevin Smith right now. <laughs> hmm. Like this sounds like me. He um. You can definitely tell this is like from his own experience of like having a heart attack yeah. and stuff like that. But that ending, I wasn't expecting them to go that route with the ending, but it makes sense mm-hmm. if you want to stay true to the original Clerks. Um, but yeah, I thought everything was great. Um. And it just reminded me, like when we was talking about the snowball effect, mm-hmm. of how Snowball wasn't in the fucking movie. Two things: he wasn't in the movie, and Ol- uh, Olaf wasn't in the wasn't movie. in the fucking movie. I was like, "Where the fuck is Berserker at?" Yeah, he's like one of the fucking memorable scenes in that in Clerks. Yeah, I mean, Cler- Clerks Three is literally the love letter to the Kevin Smith wrote to fucking Dante Hicks. And it's also because it's the character, like it, he's the main character. Of all these movies, these are the movies that made him fucking famous. And it's also the fact of what happened to Jay and Silent Bob's money. They bought the uh, the the video rental place. Yeah, but I thought they had like a shit ton of money. They probably still do. I was like, why didn't? Because I why thought they just get the money from. Because yeah, I mean, I, it's. I don't know if they're gonna finance it. Yeah, I mean, it probably, it, but it, it just. I think it it made for a better payoff of tying in because really the only clerks to acknowledgements are the third guy yeah the devil worshiper the, the guy the, the christian dude who turns into a devil worshiper um rosario dawson yeah and then smith's actual wife jennifer yeah i mean those are like the three whole everything else is it's also funny how like Dante hasn't moved on. It's been since what 2006, I think it was, when his wife died, mm-hmm. when Rosario Dawson died with their un- unborn child. Well, I think that's and that's the that's, that's the point of the fucking conversation at the fucking the graveyard. The graveyard. Yeah. And then either way, he dies and he's still. But when 37 shows up, and yeah, she breaks him off a piece. Yeah, in the fucking. I guess just it's like he had to do it just to get her in the movie. But the best, like probably the worst scene in that whole fucking thing was the funeral. And when fucking Randall said, um, I think it stays true that the one thing you always say is like, I wasn't supposed to be here today. Yeah. I was like, Oh Jesus, Kevin. I mean, that's a fucking... That's... that's it touches. Yeah. Um, You're not even supposed to be here today. I mean, that yeah. was... They, again, like... 
fucking Kevin Smith can make a movie. Like, I, I, it's sad that he hasn't made the best like movies and stuff. Like, he's done really good fucking shit. Like, he literally had fucking Supergirl and Mon-El in this fucking movie. Yeah, the fucking He-Man was in this movie. Well, no, he's Mon-El. He was Mon-El on Supergirl. Well, he's fucking He-Man. I know him as He-Man. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's actually married to... He got Boston Jim. He's all... Yeah. You know how hard it is to get Boston Jim these days? Oh, uh, well, yeah, no. He said once... Uh, once the, the, I think it was what? Once he wasn't with Jennifer Gardner anymore. Yep. They were able to be friends again. Yep. <clears throat> um... But when I was talking to Tim at the convention Sunday, um, and I was t- telling him about it, and he's like, "How can you not have Alanis Morissette come into the movie theater as God as God to get yeah Dante that would have been that would have been a great callback mm-hmm. because there's a callback to all the other movies. Jane Silent reboot does a callback because Jay's daughter, mm-hmm. technically Kevin Smith's daughter in real life, and she's wearing is at the, the fucking." The uniform from Yoga Hosers. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, and I think her and the guy who's not Balco is dating in real life. I want to oh, say. Yeah. I think so. That's why that little head nod. Well, yeah, they started they, they flirting, flirting with each other at the fucking funeral. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't even re- explain who she is or why she's at the funeral. Yeah, it's just like, I right, get my daughter a paycheck. Get a, get her some more fucking up her resume i mean if you're gonna make like look you can he all his movies are all just full of people that he knows mm-hmm. i mean fuck she was in quentin tarantino movie mm-hmm. i mean where <sighs> i think her band played like one of the songs in the in clerks probably um there wasn't no lily depp no she wasn't in it um uh, great to see uh, Garmin. Yeah, like and everybody that was applying was like either the the crew that they were playing hockey with on the roof is the the people that run his comic shop. Yes. Um, comic book men. Yeah. And the people auditioning was like people that's been in other movies that he's been that he's done. What was what's his face in? Who? I'm rich, bitch. He's in um, Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. That's He's another. Also, that's another call. That's another callback because anytime he said he was making a movie, they're like, oh, pornographic movie. <laughs> and also, there's a when Jane and Bob first found out that they were going to do it. Um, he was like, "This will be like the second time we've been on a movie set." Yeah, because they're acknowledging Jane and Bob Strike Back, and also Scream. Oh, yeah, they were on there. So technically, they're in the Scream universe and the View universe is the same thing. In Chase and Amy. They were in Chase and Amy. Well, yeah, they've been, Jane's mom's been in all their movies. Yeah. All of his The only movies. movie, the only movie that they haven't been, the only they movie they haven't been in that Kevin Smith makes is Cop Out. Yeah, but that wasn't a View Askew. Yeah, but I mean, it still would have been hilarious to have I, them in I it. Think I think it's Daryl uh, Rollins. Is, yeah. I I want to say he was in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Mm-hmm. I I think. He's hilarious. He They, they brought him out for the, when we went and saw Chappelle and Rogan. He, he um, out. 
he did, I listened to his podcast with, he did it with Mark Marin or Bill Burr. I can't remember which podcast he was on, but he was great, dude. He was talking about Chappelle show and stuff like that. But also he was in Korea, stationed in Korea and he knew his Korean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like pretty fluent. Um, he always freaks out the Korean Gro- <laughs> uh, grocery convenience store people like straight yeah. up Korean yeah like he hears them talk Korean and then he fucking answers back at them um, you gotta use it or you're gonna lose it mm-hmm. I mean it was a really I mean it was a really really good movie it's and it as somebody who went to like a air quote film school uh, I mean just basically wrangling your friends to make shit yeah and it's it, it's very. It was a very like hit close to home movie for me. Yeah, the uh, like I didn't really care for Clerks two that much. Like I don't. It's the I didn't one like that, it that much because it, it, it really it, it it comes. It was like this is Dante in his this, and this is Dante here, and then it was so long in between because he was like trying to do Dante in like different stages of his life, and. The worst. This one was so long after. Yeah. The second, like after, it's just the worst news I heard coming out of this is fucking possibly redoing fucking Dogma. I was like, no, please don't, because that's a perfect. That's like that's your fucking <clears throat> magna opus. Like you can't top Dogma. No, I mean the fucking Buddy Christ was in this. Yes. <laughs> you can't even come close to dogma. No, because you can't. Like it was just so weird. Like having Matt Damon and Ben Affleck playing your villains, yeah. George Carlin playing. The, like you're not gonna. Considering two of you people are dead. Carlin's dead. Uh, Reitman's dead. Rickman. Rickman. Rickman's dead. So you're not gonna get somebody else to put. There's no comedian or no actor out there that could redo. Carlin like that like that play that character that way like that made yeah. that priest perfect because it was just a big fucking middle finger it's a plus the chick uh, Fiona not Fiona um, what's her fucking name Um, she fucking hated her, like her and Kevin Smith doesn't get along but also Linda Florentino I think is her name mm-hmm. but apparently she has a bad attitude like everybody she works with yeah so but yeah, uh, Clerks three definitely check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't think I it made. Had, I had to buy it for fifteen bucks, and I don't, I don't regret it because it'll probably go to Showtime to watch free if you have Showtime because the other movies on Amazon, like you could watch the other ones free with it, the Amaz- with the Showtime trial. I can see this probably going to Prime. My guess. I don't know. It's a Lionsgate movie, but his other movies were on Showtime. Mm. Um, and then the last thing we both watched, what was the other thing we both watched? Clerks three. Oh, um, we said we want to talk about, uh, werewolf by night and the monsters. We can talk about those real quick. You're going to talk about monsters, not me. No, you haven't seen it. Fuck no. Oh, I ain't wasting my time. Dude, it's fucking great. Uh, Y'all just, you just need to watch it. I watched a clip. Because a friend of mine on Facebook was talking about he's big into the punk and like punk rock and stuff like that. 
like his whole life. And he was talking about the, the his band and mm-hmm. the, the cramps inspired band that Herman Monster's in. And I always see that fucking scene of him jamming out. But I mean, it's something from the original show. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta look this up. What is, what the fuck is he singing? And then I, I find the clip and it's just him telling the worst fucking jokes. It's like a whole bunch of puns. Yeah. Cause he, uh, so cause the original before that, the, the, the doctor that made him brought him on the late night television thinking he was supposed to be like, cause he went and got all the best body parts and the fucking assistant fucked up and got like a comedian's brain and not, uh, it's an Abby, Emmy normal brain, Abby, Abby normal brain. Well, no, not an abnormal. It was just like, they, they, they make sure they show you like, like some popular comedian dies. It's a joke from young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, Abby normal. Um, but they made sure they showed you like this comedian died and the fucking assistant goes up, get the, get the brain of like this scientist, this genius. And he gets the brain of the comedian, which is why Herman's the way he is. And they show him on late night television, cracking jokes. And that's when Lily falls for him, watching him on television. And then she goes and meets him while he's playing in the band. Again, this is just like a fucking origin story for the fucking TV show. All right. You can just, just put it on black in black and white. You Turn, can, set your TV to black and white and watch it. All right, here's your five minutes to proclaim this while I go to the bathroom. Okay. The Monsters is great. You should go watch it. That is... <laughs> the, uh, the Monsters is great. You should go watch it. It, uh, it is clearly uh, an origin story for the TV show. But whatever, man. We're, the monsters is great. Just watch it. It's funny. See, it's an origin to the to the TV show. Just watch it in black and white. Like I told Simpson, you have this thing in your brain where if the internet and the majority people hate something, you love it. And if they if they hate something, or they if they love something, you hate it. I do the same thing to her. I do the exact same thing to her. It's, I will even if I don't believe in the point that I'm arguing for, I will argue opposite of her to keep her on her toes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking captain of the debate club. <laughs> At what, AJ? It's still look, it's still like the 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 old TV show was campy and ridiculous. This movie is campy and ridiculous. If you didn't know Rob Zombie was directing it and the only thing that there was that like Sherry Moon's in it. So like, that's the only way you would know it's a Rob Zombie thing. So, this weekend we had Showcase Con 6, and Butch Patrick was there. He played the original Eddie Monster from the uh, television show. We got to sit in... I've heard two different versions. I've heard the drag, uh, the Monster Coach. That was an original from the show, but it was like... He said it wasn't the hero car. No, it wasn't the it wasn't the original car. It wasn't the one that drives in on the show and stuff like that. It was just like a a prop car, like for background shots and shit like that. But then somebody else tells me it was just a replica. I mean, I don't it's know. not a real one from the show. He said it was. He said it just wasn't the like when somebody asked him and he said it wasn't the it was a, it wasn't the hero car. So it no, means the, it wasn't the main one. The hero car is in Los Angeles 
in that guy's museum that designed all the fucking cars for yeah yeah the fucking dude who did the Batmobile and yeah every the Bar- yeah the, something Barris can't remember what his first name is I drove past that when I was in Los Angeles and I was supposed to go there but it was a bit of a falling out in Los on Los Angeles. Yeah, so yeah, he the guy that did all the famous like movie and TV cars back in the day, he did that one. But the, the, fucking the dude who played Eddie, like Bruce, he said it was the he, he said it wasn't the hero car, which basically means it was a role. It worked, but it didn't have all the like the interior stuff that like if they did an interior shot, they would use the hero car that had everything in it. Dude, you can fit probably eight people in that fucking car. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I I want to know what kind of chassis it's built on because it's a long. Um. I mean, it looks like it's a truck chassis almost. He said he can't get it, like, you can't drive at high speeds with it because it would just fall apart because of all the... Yeah, which means it's probably not even a truck full chassis. It's probably a Frankenstein chassis. Probably. But yeah, it's very roomy on the inside. Mm -hmm. I got to sit on the passenger seat. Um, We basically uh, redid Dragula, the music video. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And then somebody dropped metal fucking standees somebody, on top of the car. Somebody, Teresa knew who it was. Somebody, it was somebody's friend. No, it's missing. It's Tim's mom's friend. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was Miss Denise's friend. She said. Yep. And like she moved the pole, but it was still connected, and it pulled mm-hmm. the pole towards the front of it. And Teresa's like, "Oh my god, that was almost really bad." No, it. All right, so he's never gonna hear this. Um, apparently I put a chip in the paint like I, the size of your thumb. I, I, I didn't see anything when I like looked at it. Like the size of your thumbnail? That's what Tim said. He's seen it. Oh, I didn't see anything when I looked. Because we were talking about it at dinner after mm-hmm. Sunday night and got to hear great stories from Tom Cook. Um, but yeah, it's just... As soon as I opened the door and s- took one step out, I heard all this stuff behind me and I thought I did it. And I immediately just started looking around and, and I seen like she was trying to grab it, mm-hmm. not realizing three other fucking poles. Yeah, fucking like collapsed. she pulled something and they all fell. And I remember. I think she was trying to move closer and she hit one and it just pulled him down. And I remember looking up to see his fucking face when he seen, when he realized what happened and he immediately went over there and I'm like, Oh, uh, great. This dude. Like, he he already didn't seem too fucking happy being there. Um, I mean, I just don't get... Like, then don't do conventions. Like, but... I mean... Especially for the price and, like, the way he was wanting to get... Like, don't do conventions, bro. Like, you... The person he was with? That was his sister. And so... <laughs> There's a whole backstory mm-hmm. with him. I don't know. It just to me, it seems like if you're going to be that, like, because when I told her about the the, what, the way he was wanting to get paid, she's like, he's mm-hmm. trying to do hot it from taxes. Mm-hmm. There's a whole nother part to that. <laughs> not the, not the payment thing, but like just the, yeah. I don't know. We just, you just a headache. Need to, to, to book some different people and do unfortunately some, do some advertising better. Unfortunately, the agent that we booked these people through, we kind of we need that person to get these people. Like, you're not going to get Jim Shooter. You're not going to get 
um, all these. Yeah, because even if you just reach out to them, they're gonna tell you to talk to their yeah their management. Um, fucking, I got to hang out with um Raymond, um, guy who drew for Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out with him at Tim's shop for like an hour, just bullshitting with him. Dude's fucking great. Um, next time I go to New York, me and him's gonna go hang out, and he's gonna show me around. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I wish we would have. I wish I would have not been, you know, in the stupid leg cage because I had the table and I'd, I had brought Serpentico out. Yeah, and I wish I didn't have fucking a truck fucking half dead because uh, all the way dead. She even, she even when we went to eat at uh, at Wichmaninki, like right, Mendorf's, um, Mendorf's, and she was asking me like. What we would get out of bringing Serpentico? Serpentico in, and I'm like, from what he told me, it's like the twelve hundred for the two week to two days, and then we get everything at the table. So, but I don't know. I'm hoping this will be off in a month, month and a half. It was still no like, put me in a walking. I'm this better because like, I I should be back to work by March, hopefully. Cause I still, I'm still going to have like another three months after this. Like it was a good convention. We had a decent turnout on Sunday, but from what I've heard, Saturday wasn't too good, but because yeah, I asked Travis, I said, how was yesterday? He goes, today's, today's been great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So apparently Saturday you had like four homecoming football games and dances and stuff like that going on. No, dances going on that night. Yeah, I think that, but you know what though? I think better advertising, like also there was like uh, people at a home fucking football game. Don't strike me as the people that will come out. would come out. Also, no, it's all the kids that's going to homecoming. Um, also there was some soccer tournament. That's why a lot of hotels in Slidell were booked. Oh, uh, was going on Saturday. Yeah. It was, it was just, and then there was a a school fair, so you literally had like yeah the school six, fair to me would be what would you know if it's like a fucking fair like out here like a festival then what rides yeah. and shit then that to me would be more of a deterrent than like I joked to um is either Tom Cook or the Batgirl um I was like yeah for some reason we can't every time we book something there's always fucking competition mm-hmm. against us. Just need to 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 look in the like school schedules and everything. No, they didn't like he didn't find out until homecoming until like a couple of weeks prior. Yeah, no, but you should have like I think that would be on the schedule like well in mm-hmm. advance. Um, I guess voodoo would be should be going on right now, or this past weekend, isn't it? Like the last weekend before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's no voodoo issue. No, I, I'm saying that's... It would have been. It would have been. Um, I don't think Voodoo's coming back. No, it's, I, I doubt it's never. Like, it's not... It's never been what it was. Um, two things we'll end this on is you had a trailer for Ant-Man in the Quantum... Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. Quantumania. Um, I thought they would have saved this for fucking Black Panther... Sure. I mean, it's probably going to be on there, but... I thought they would have saved it for them uh, first, whoever bought a ticket, and then have it 
uh, on television like supposedly I, from what i heard like maybe guardians is going to be they're going to have a trailer for guardians well they had the guardians fucking um hol- uh, yeah, holiday, holiday special. special but i think there's supposed to like, there may be a trailer for guardians 3 that's ah, too early you just put out the holiday trailer and then you're going to put out guardians 3 you're going to get people confused but yeah you have the Introduction of uh, Kang the Conqueror, and maybe Kang the Conqueror. There's all kind of Kang. That's the that's the thing. Like he could be any version of Kang. Like, well, did you watch? Because I watched this the screen crush. Yeah, I mean, on, it's it may be Kang the Conqueror, but it's clearly not the same Kang that's in the TVA because the TVA statue didn't have the scars. So that's at least three Kangs that we know of. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be Kang the Conqueror or it could be any number of of variants. Also, What If is coming back as like a four-part episode, mini episode. Of, is it What If or is it the fucking it's gonna be zombies? Based on the Marvel zombies. I think, that, no, I think that's Vice, uh, but I think it's just like, it, that's not What If season two. I think that's just the Marvel zombies is getting a full-part miniseries. It's going to be more accurate to, I think, the comic. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm still wondering when the fuck Evil Dead Rise comes out. Because that was supposed to come out in September. The game? No. The movie. Oh, the movie. Oh, who, who fucking knows? Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else really. Um, Apparently his son fucking streams on Twitch. Really? Yeah. Everybody streams on Twitch. He was playing Fortnite, I think it was, as as his dad. <laughs> and is like making him do Fortnite dances. Every, yeah, everybody. Everybody streams now. Um I stream. Just go look at me. Go go search Media Clash. I streamed once and I was like, yeah, I'm just You just basically gotta sit there until somebody comes across and and starts watching you. I got a friend of mine who's got like, I mean, he started out low. I was like the, his fourth follower. He's like up over a hundred now. He plays like weird fucking Japanese fucking games. Hmm. So. Right. I, I just got, I got to figure out when's the best time to do it. Like, cause and I don't play anything big. That's the, that's the other problem. See, I thought about doing it because I don't have a mic. I don't have a camera or nothing like that. So you'd just be watching. Well, no, from your console, yeah. You got to, like, I don't know if it's like that on the Xbox, but I know, like, I'd have to use a, a PlayStation fucking camera on that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have one of those anymore. I don't think there's a spot I can plug in the Connect, which is apparently a collector's item because of all the shit you can do with the Connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the games that I have that I play, like the fucking view numbers for these games are like low as shit. Um, like ninety five people right now watching Old Republic, seven hundred ninety three watching Cyberpunk, fifteen people watching the first Destiny. Oh, I can guarantee everybody's watching. Six point seven thousand watching Destiny two, forty one watching the Division. Everybody's watching Call of Duty. Call of Duty. No, last time I looked, Call of Duty was not the highest. Let's see, 
Filter, viewers highest to low. Grand Theft Auto 5, 289,000. Overwatch, 194,000. Call of Duty, 96. Hmm. I'm guessing, I don't know. Dude, I seen people this morning fucking playing the multiplayer in fucking Spec Ops. But when I went to go play it this morning, I, it wouldn't fucking let me. And then 368,000 just chatting, which is full of fucking thoughts doing stupid shit. Dumb bitches sitting in a fucking hot kitty pool. Yeah. Um, so next time we do this, I'm going to watch a shit ton of horror films because the annual Halloween watch party will be happening and barbarians finally came out on hbo max i'm definitely gonna watch that mm-hmm. terrifier uh, 2 should come out on it's on some it's gonna be streaming somewhere yeah soon. already made five million dollars it's coming back to the auditorium i think it coming back to the theaters until you show me video of people getting up and vomiting i think it's all just marketing it's the best marketing you have. This movie is so bad, people are vomiting and passing out. So, on top of being two hours and 15 fucking minutes long, because I like the first one. The first one was very good. It's very low budget, but Art the Clown is such like one of those new fucking horror icons mm-hmm. that everybody's going to be dressing up as a, at fucking horror conventions and shit like that. Um... So studios went to him, to to the director, the writer director guy, and basically was throwing money. It's like, hey, we want to buy the sequel, but he turned them all down and basically crowdfunded because he didn't want to because he had to give up Art the Clown, like he had to give up everything mm-hmm. to the <clears throat> studio, and he yeah, didn't want he to do that. do that. So, um, so he crowdfunded the second one, made it. For like two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I think was the budget. Yeah, it's already at five hundred. Fucking sorry, yeah, like five, five million. Five million, I'm sorry. And um, it made four hundred thousand just in one day, just that Thursday, like early mm-hmm. screening. And it was only one, like when it first came out that weekend, it was only playing one time at like four o'clock at fucking AMC's during the day. Yeah, watching this movie. So finally, it left. It still got traction it's still making a shit ton of money so they put it back into theaters again at amc they it's like over a thousand fucking screens Mm -hmm. and it's playing four times but it's what i'm saying i think and it it, a lot i think a lot of it is that fucking market oh people are vomiting passing out it's that you know it's that bad i need to see that because that's great fucking marketing pr like to say your movie's doing that well it's people coming into that movie Never seen the fucking first one on how graphic the violence was. A literally, a girl gets split in fucking half, and they show every second of it getting split in half. Um, and I, I recognize the car, the clown. I don't think I've ever seen the first one though. Well, there was he was in one short, and then they made like an anthology film, which he was a part of that. And yeah, I'm, then, try, I'm trying to think if I see any of it. I just I recognize the clown though. It's on fuck. You don't have Shutter. It's on uh Tubi. Yeah. So you can go watch that. No, it's on um. You can watch the first one on Prime. Oh, is that on Prime? Yep. Because it's getting so popular. Like part two is so fucking popular. Um, 
Yeah, the second one was Assured. It's on a bunch of... Because I, I looked up Terrifier streaming. It's on a lot of services. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm going to see that movie. And then also Pearl and X. Mm-hmm. X has been out for a while. Pearl has finally come out to like to to rent and stuff like that. And I've heard great things about Pearl. And also I heard great things about X. So, and then um, Shudder has an original called uh deadstream where it's basically like you said a fucking twitch person mm-hmm. goes into a haunted house alone with like a camera and he live streams from the house that's supposedly haunted and then i heard it's very good um the guy's kind of like an asshole like a logan paul type mm-hmm. fucking streamer who is huge but then he does something stupid and gets himself canceled and this is his big comeback after being a like laying low for a couple months and then this is his big comeback is to live stream it from this haunted house. It reminds me so much of the Tales from the Crypt episode with uh Robert Martin Martin Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Where he played an investigator that goes into a haunted house and it turns out to be real. Yeah. And everybody thinks it's fake. Um But yeah, so Tons of horror films I'll be watching coming up next time we talk. I mean, cause yeah, the only thing I've been watching on a regular that I didn't even bring up, I've been watching the fucking Bleach anime came back on. They finally, they're, they're adapting the last fucking, the last arc, which was like a couple of years long. So you're looking at like well over a hundred chapters, if not more. I don't remember exactly how long the last arc was, but I'm watching that. And that's really, that's really about it. Um, I think Sunday is the tree house of horrors episode. Oh, the anime, anime Simpsons. It looks like amazing that I won't, they should just fucking animate the Simpsons like that from now on. Yeah. So they doing a parody of death note and they got the original animators. It's the original, it's the death note studio. Yeah, is doing that it. animated it, and it looks fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> I assume Bart's gonna be the monster. I think it's the twin. Remember the twin that was in the attic that they don't talk about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's him, because it looks like a more deranged looking Bart mm. in the face. Well, that was her, the chicken. Uh, it's still one of the funniest episodes of the evil crusty doll. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched a Simpsons episode in forever. <laughs> I stopped so long ago. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, but that's about it uh, for this week. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, so I'm Wayne. That was Paul. And this is the Media Clash Podcast. And we're out.